good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express coming to you from the 469 your mic did that again did it do it again am we i might, back on we might need a new cable what no way probably that or you you fucked up plugging it in the old green cable. well here, hold on hold on oh is, i did hear it click is that better yeah maybe now you got to put it in all the way yeah it's pretty simple <laughs> sorry <laughs> we've got myself phil as always with you we are also joined by silent s notice i did not fuck that up <laughs> Good work. But you had Woo. to pause. You had to pause. No, well, that was for dramatic effect. <laughs> it was for dramatic effect. We also have the lovely Alyssa with us. Thank you, ladies, for joining us. People are sick of looking at Phil and I. So, so yeah, we appreciate that. They they probably are. So, no. what is going on? This is our Thirsty Thursday episode. Mm. I hope we're not thirsty, thirsty because... I'm thirsty. Junior, Junior. Meatloaf! Well, that's Stacey what we've been missing. Two. That's what we've been missing. Stacy, too. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there. It seemed very apropos with the, the timing. Did you say Afropo? Afropo. <laughs> is that is that like appropriately ethnic? Yes. Oh, yes. There we go. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> I think everybody needs a refill over here. Oh. Alyssa's good. I'm, I'm good. Is that your original? No. Okay. This one comes with two times as much liquor as the original. Mm. Now, two times the liquor. Yeah. How you feeling? I feel fine. <laughs> I did eat. I ate, so that's... That's a plus. Yeah. You didn't subscribe to the don't eat so you get more of a buzz? I used to. Uh... <laughs> But also, I'm like trying to drink for longer periods of time. Like at a setting or like in days in general? In a setting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, there's no need to be worried yet. Um, 34 days straight, not sober. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you got to eat. You got you to gotta set your stomach. You got to eat and yeah. A good base. Also, well, Phil, Phil's got a whole philosophy with that. I'm well versed. My eight glasses of water a day, every day, and of course you you have to eat. You have to eat the meals, and mm-hmm. uh, and we got a long day of drinking. You have water in between. I do. I do water in between on long days of drinking. There you go. So that was what Tom Brady told Gronk there near the end of his career. You can drink all the beer, but I tell you what: for every beer you have, drink a water, and then see how far you go. And if you do it that way. You're only going to drink about eight beers, and you're going to be like, I'm so full and so done. If you drink a water, then a beer, beer, then a water, well, beer, then yeah, a water, Yeah, that is a lot of water. fluid. Yeah. Yep. You also have well, to spend my, a good amount of your time in the bathroom. Yeah. My yeah. mixer is also water and a little lemonade, so I'm trying to hydrate as I go. Sometimes your kidneys hurt when you do that, though, because it's a lot of activity for them. Yeah. Whack. I just got a message from my buddy Jason. We called him on Tuesday on the Tuesday episode. Yeah. He said, got your message, dork. <laughs> Just thought I'd pass that along, a little follow-up. So he he, he did recognize you. <laughs> he recognized the voice, yeah. Got your did message. you tell him that they're never going to get decent hinges if they don't take the damn calls? <laughs> I will. I'll tell him you're not going to get decent hinges if you never so take the damn calls to fill you guys that we tried to call boeing earlier and sell them hinges for their doors that fly off that way the doors don't <laughs> fly off mid-flight 
but they wouldn't they wouldn't transfer us to the right people. Wow. I'm like, I need sourcing. Bummer. I don't even know if that's a department there. But. So I end up just calling and being put through to my buddy that still works there, and we left a voicemail, and he just texted me, got your message, dork. We also had a, a great call from a dental office that we confirmed an appointment for somebody we don't know who they are. I hope they show up. Brenda. Yeah. Brenda, I hope you show up to your appointment or else that's on your ass. It's Friday at 445. I'll tell you what, though. Those people at Prestige Dental, they will put you on hold and try and find you even if you don't exist. In Nevada. Yep. Nevada. On West Ridge Street. Well, they don't the have to mow lawn hard, out there. but Prestige Dental works harder. That's exactly. Right. Exactly. Not, not today, Satan. They are. I don't, what is with this music? I don't know. Um, um, I kind of expect Junior to walk over in like a in like a vest. A vest. Yeah. <sighs> so, does anybody have anything gear grinds or anything they want to go over? Tell me when I need to put the logo over your face. <laughs> whenever, <laughs> yeah. whenever we want to talk about it. Do you want to talk about the rap? Uh, the rap beef. Beef. It's beef. It's. Who's serving this beef? Well, it's it's between Nicki Minaj and and uh, Megan The Stallion. Oh, Barb's, please don't come for me. Uh, I I do listen to Nicki as well, but also Bigfoot is ass. So basically, this all started a couple <laughs> a couple <laughs> a couple days ago. Megan The Stallion dropped this song called Hiss, and it's just it's just like a diss track and. Um, there's one line in it where she she says, these hoes ain't mad at me, they're mad at Megan's law. If you don't know what Megan's law is, it's like the law that makes like sex offenders register. Like, yeah. it was like put in effect. Well, Megan never said any names in the song. And then Nicki Minaj took that personal, that line personal, I guess, because her husband is a convicted sex offender. And she drowns puppies. Was that Nicki or was that Cardi? Oh, that's Cardi. Sorry. They're kind of all run together. I, yeah. You got to keep them. You got to keep them. I mean, they do have puppy drowning parties. Yeah. So, yeah, Cardi. Sorry. I can't believe I did that. Yeah. The barbs are going to come for you. You have to cover your face now, too. They're going to dox you. That's usually a request every week anyways. <laughs> Put a um, bag over it, Jesus. So then, people were like questioning Megan, like, "Who's the song about? Who's the song about?" She's like, "Well, whoever feels it, feels it. A hit dog's gonna holler." And then, guess who's been hollering? Nicki Minaj. She's like going crazy on her Instagram lives, on her Instagram stories, just like saying insane shit. So, is, I, is her what type of sex offender is like? Is her husband like? Not pissing like, in an alley sex offender no, not, or like not pissing in an alley not child molester like rape I mean that's still pretty bad that's yeah pretty bad. yeah no yeah, I'm not I'm not terrible. condoning him at all <laughs> at all so her husband yes Nicki Minaj's husband <sighs> now he'd have to be terrible just to put up with that bitch now he's probably getting raped oh yeah the barbs are gonna come for you. I don't. I don't know if you realize how serious it. Right this now, is. there's a drone flying over with a really yeah, bright light, and, like, and the butt monkeys popping out of the bushes. <laughs> yeah, for real. There are gonna be bitches with long nails, fucking slicked back hair, coming for you. I've. 
Are you okay? <laughs> that was intense. Okay. I was <laughs> testament to how well they're fastened to the uh, table yeah. this week. Yeah. Look at that. You, well, Look these are good that. tables it's, for it. So Just perfect. These are perfect tables for that. Is your so, hand okay? It is. It'll be fine. It's a good thing your drinks are stiff. Yeah. So I've often said that I don't think the, the podcast will be successful until one of us, Phil or I, die. Really? Yeah. No well, way. It will be posthumously. It'll be like, it's well, it's art, right? Starving artist. That's artists, your you know. perspective. That's your prerogative that, that this it's is art. art. Oh, well. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I support, as you know, I support the podcast. I don't listen, but I support it. <laughs> You don't have, have to listen, folks. All you, you follow us on Facebook. You have I to, do. I follow have, on okay. Facebook. I follow on Apple Podcasts. I think I follow on Twitter or something. Instagram, if you got it. I do have Instagram. I'll, I'll get on that today. So, yeah. So, follow us. You don't have to listen. Just follow no. us. And honestly, we don't listen. this is a fucked up world we live in, man, because, like, we just need followers on those social media platforms. And that's how you make money. You don't it actually. It really is. I was just watching this TikTok today, and this guy was talking about how this is the only age in history where you can have millions and millions of followers, or like not even thousands, like hundreds of thousands of followers, and still like not like have any like financial gain from it. Like if you think about it, in like the ancient Roman Empire, like how many followers did like the kings and the emperors have, like? thousand like hundreds of thousands and they were like the richest people but now right now anybody can have hundreds of thousands of followers and it just be like whatever well define richest people when you can have like gold but still die of dysentery well like at 22 that's that's, not rich well yeah but you still had gold so i don't know that is true and if you were i just have dysentery not gold that is yeah, that is also true. So, what if you had gold dysentery? Then you're winning, right? You can't lose. I just thought that was like an interesting perspective. An if, interesting if you take. have that many followers and you're not making money from it, you just don't. You're probably know, doing it wrong. You don't know what to do. Yeah. So, been head. researching this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I've also been thinking about just becoming an influencer. Um, it seems, I'm not going to say easy because then the influencers are going to come for me. But it doesn't, it's not. It's not are difficult. You, that's what paranoid? I'm saying. Are you paranoid? You think a lot of people are going to come for you. So, okay, the barbs are scary. I'm being serious. The barbs are scary. They're going to come for you in your sleep. You're not going to know what happened. The that's barbs the are I scary. Go. That's the way well, I want to go. Then the podcast can be a big hit. Yeah. Fine. Take me out in my sleep. Hell yeah. It'd be huge if one of us get taken out. It would be gigantic if we both got taken out. Our families would be set. Yeah. I like it. Okay. I just don't want to be drowned like a puppy. <laughs> so fuck you, Cardi B. Uh, one of the things that I was sitting here thinking about, and I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about directly before that? Followers influencing. Oh, followers influences. Yes. Uh, gymfluencers. They irritate the fuck out of me. Because most of them are like in their late teens or early 20s. Everybody's like, they're in such good shape. I'm like, that's when you're supposed to be in fucking good no. shape. Like, it's just like genetically what happens. Like, it doesn't take much for you. You go to the gym. Every, d- no, okay. no, but no, you go to the gym every day. You're going to be in good shape. Yes. yes. Like, I'd rather like I'd rather see the people my age that 
are like in shape and everything because that's truly a testament to fucking working hard because you have to. So a mutual friend of ours just posted on their social media their like three lift total. I saw that the personal record, yeah. Dear dear Lord. Right. He, he's 48, 47. Yeah, why isn't he uh, running a fucking TikTok and Exactly. Instagram? Well, he probably could. He probably could. He should. He, I, no, I, of course, he doesn't need the money, though, either. No, no. But a lot of these, though, I, I have to firmly believe in my heart of hearts that a lot of these that I see, especially the female type, are probably extremely narcissistic and probably should seek some sort of counseling because I think they have some issues, like with attention and everything else. Like, why else would you do it? But, of course, if they can make money... And a lot of these I see, some of them, they're not even that, like, I don't know, outstanding to me, great. A lot of, or, a lot of influencers are just hot. But, yeah, yeah, and but they they live these lifestyles, like they've got but expensive they've also, cars. But they've also grown, a lot of influencers, I've noticed, have, like, not all, have grown up in, like, upper middle class, yeah. like, you know. Yep. So they're... From from the start, before they even have to like, I mean, when you start, you got to build from the ground up. They already have things that people want that the average person doesn't have. Like, right? Th- like a big part of like female influencing, I think is or I don't know. I follow a lot of women on TikTok. I follow a lot of influencers. I you know a lot of it is like promoting the lifestyle. Right. So it's all about. People and living, it's easy. It's easy. People living vicariously through yeah. them. Is that what they want? Yeah, is and that, it's easy to like start that when you've always had that kind of lifestyle, right? Whereas, so so once again, is this just not more of um, dividing people class wise and everything? Adam, is this? I feel like this goes further to that, like the haves and the have nots, and it's just getting I think even I know, pushed I, to a more extreme level by social media. Absolutely, I mean, because e- economics was already doing it to us. Economics and the government was already doing it, but now even social media is starting to push that and and, and make it happen. Well, yeah, I, I think so. I, I can agree with that. I I think that there was an article I was just reading uh, earlier today about social media swaying things and pushing things, and um, you know even to the point where we're saying that it pushes some people who should not be successful to be successful. Oh, I, I see. Uh, you, you'll hear me say it all the time. These, these no talent ass clowns. Uh, that's what, that's what the majority of them are, you know? Oh yeah. Like they have no talents other than to look good. Like looking good is not a talent. That's my opinion. No, it's, it's not. And there's plenty of people who look good. And, and a lot of those people, as they become more popular, do things to alter how they look and look better, chemically or surgically or whatever. Absolutely. Right. And then, but social media rewards that where really, literally, you have no discernible talent. Because um, w- what talents, it, other than you figured out how to record yourself and put it out there Yeah. on social media, but people eat it up. So. I don't blame the people doing it. I blame the fucking people that follow them and pay them and buy their products and do all this other stuff because they've allowed it to happen. Yeah. Well, and then a big, a big thing or a big way a lot of influencers make their money. And I think why influencers have been so become so big is because it's 
a lot of it is advertising like companies pay them to advertise their products where like so if they make a tiktok maybe it's only five six grand for them to 30 seconds fully advertise this product whereas like to put it on tv how, how much is it to run a 30 second ad you know right well that's that's true so like it, well it's all about reach it's all about we've learned yeah. and we talk about this and this is why we are at the point where I'm begging people to all you have to do is follow us on on Facebook. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to interact with any of our posts. We just need people to follow us. And that's how we can actually be successful and make money. Yeah. And that's fucking crazy to me. All it, it takes is someone to click follow. They don't have to do anything else and it probably affects their daily life Maybe by like a tenth of a percent, because when they're scrolling through their feed, they might see some of our bullshit on it. That's it. That's it. But yet, it's so difficult to climb that hill. It's so difficult to people to get people rowing one way. You know. Um, recently, I've started to um, move away from mainstream influence. I watch a lot of TikTok. Come for me. I don't give a fuck. I enjoy it. I have a good time. It's fine. Um, I've. Recently started to like move away from a lot of mainstream influencers that they like, I mean, that are just pushed and pushed and pushed that you see everywhere. And this is like a struggle I hear from a lot of smaller creators is like, I, I have, I have talent. I have something to show and I can't get the followers and I can't get the likes. That's exactly how, I know. that's exactly I, how I feel because it's frustrating. We put those, like, and I'm not saying that I'm the most talented person on the face of the earth. I'm well, just not saying this time you said that before. <laughs> I'm just saying that we put out something tangible, um, a product that to entertain, to listen to, and even if it's not good, we put out a lot of it. And yeah, and we do it consistently, mm-hmm. and we have a mm-hmm. volume. We have volumes, but yet these people that do nothing rather than look I'm good. sick of the yeah. bitches dancing. Not right. Not oh, I like, like the so I I had a couple. Yeah, I had a couple that cropped up on my shit and I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. I'll she's cute. I'll I'll check it out. Then it just got so annoying because it's just so outrageous. Like the things they do, just no respect for anything. Like dancing on the hoods of cars or in inappropriate places like my f- least like hopping on an airport ba- airport baggage carousel and dancing and stuff like that. It's my like this is not normal behavior. Favorite form of TikTok is like the not normal behavior, like going out in public, like to fuck, not to fuck up someone's day, but to intentionally be annoying. Right. Like a popular, like a popular one that I used to see all the time was like people going in like through drive throughs and like singing their order, like full song. Right. Now, if I'm the other person on the line, I'm going, what the fuck do you want? I don't care. I don't care about your song. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, what the fuck would you like to order? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Maybe I, I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little, little, you know, sour grapes about this. Bitter. Like I said, we put out a product. We've been doing it for three and a half years almost, and we offer something, and it's a, it's a battle. It's a battle to just get followers. And I know we get downloads. We have yeah, millions of we, downloads. The but, amount of uh, downloads we get is crazy. But there's no monetizing that except for getting advertisers. And hate to say it, there's millions of podcasts out there absolutely and we rank in the top five percent of all podcasts worldwide but that still that leaves is a crazy statement for you to say to me that is wild. it's 100 percent true no I, i'm not doubting that 
Right. That is just like, to me, that is fucking crazy. Right. Also charted in 10 different countries, um, as high as number uh, a number one and a couple number twos in, in countries. Wow. As far as how we do. Um, it is what it is. I guess I'm just, it, you know, you, you become wary of the system because, as you said, these, I call them no-talent ass clowns, are making tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars for doing nothing tangible other than maybe they're attractive or maybe it was something really dumb that they did once. Mm. But then what I've found, though, is a lot of these people that are influencers, big or social media darlings, they're one-trick ponies. They did something that got them to the top and they just keep doing the same thing over and over again with different, like, slight variants, you know? It's like, where's the talent in that? But yet people eat it up. And maybe it's a testament to how dumb fucking people are right now. So maybe... Maybe I'm happy we're above the fray. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's nice to actually present something and be something rather than appeal to all these fucking dumbass assholes out there. Yeah, but you know? if they'll follow us. Yeah, I'm but if, okay you dumb, if you dumbass, yeah, please follow us. If you, dumb, if you dumbass assholes want to follow us out there, then sure, I'm all for it. We'll stop. Well, we won't stop calling you dumbass assholes, but right. It'll be less harsh. <sighs> It'll be a little more loving. But you know, this is. This is the history of, of everything, though. Yeah, that yeah, that's crazy. Like rich global rank top five percent. That like rich, rich people selling products to people that have next to nothing, under the guise of if you buy this, you'll be just like me, and that's where it all comes down to, right there. So I've got a gear. Do you know grind what I'm saying, though? Do you understand what oh, I'm saying when I say absolutely. that? Absolutely, I, I do have a gear grind along that line. When you have people going on TV and asking you to give money for whatever thing, they have millions and millions of dollars. I'm so sick of that. And it would take, they could, one stroke of the check, they could send more money to that organization than thousands of people that they're reaching out to. And this organization is buying up commercial time to put them out there to ask for this money. He's looking at you, Sarah McLaughlin. Yes. Wow. If you would just simply stop Cardi B from drowning puppies, you wouldn't have to go on fucking TV and beg me for money. Yes. That's what I say. Right? If you wrote a, if Cardi B, if you wrote a diss track for Megan the Stallion and then did it right, oh, you'd be fine. Yeah, maybe. Well, well, Cardi and Nikki already have beef. If, if Megan and Cardi were to come out with the diss track right now, if Megan, if you're, I hope you're in the studio right now, boo. I really hope you are because Bigfoot was ass. Nikki did not do a good job. There's a whole minute in her going, and if you're lucky, you will be blessed by it. So can I expose yeah. a big secret here on the podcast? Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, and Megan The Stallion are all the same person. Yep. Yep. Just different personalities in the same brain. No, no, not even a different. Per- there is just, nothing different about person. any of them. No, they're they're all three of them are the same exact person. Well, actually, I I am gonna I am gonna stick they're, up. They're thirty to one hundred and ten percent fake. All three of them. I will stick up for Megan. She is like college educated. Does have a master's degree. More, more, more than maybe Cardi or Nikki, I will say. But, as my grandfather used to say, if you want to argue with idiots, 
Don't, because all they'll do is drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. But that is true. There's a lot of truth to that. Doesn't matter how intelligent you are. And Phil's got a master's. You can't judge things by that. Touche. They do kind of give those to anybody, as long as you pay enough money. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm I just guess. I'm just kidding, <laughs> Phil. You worked damn. You worked very hard for your mm. master's degree. I'm sure you did, and we're very proud of you. It is it is I didn't even graduate college, so I just like to give them shit. I also like to. Do we want to talk about how both my sisters have PhDs and I just have a master's degree too? I was gonna go there. Oh wow. <laughs> right? oh. But you know, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, so I'm I the didn't. black sheep of the family, sorry. What is that? A bowl full of is that the one he's missing? A bowl full of balls. I don't want any balls. Thank That's very know. nutty. Nutty balls. Are these sweaty? Mmm. Now, this says something. Junior brings around a bowl of balls, and the two guys gobble them up. Mom, 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 mom. Mmm. <laughs> Snack break. Mmm. <laughs> Come on. Put them in your mouth and suck them. There's too many in that bowl for her. <laughs> <laughs> there are two, by the way. And if you're unaware, Junior only she- has one. And one. <laughs> He's got one right there. <laughs> Good boy. That was beautiful. You're welcome. Anyway, what do we want to talk about next? There's one left here. One ball left. Do we want to talk about... (laughs) Do we want to talk about this? Yes. I have some psychological life tips here. Can we discuss these? Yes, yes, sorry, sorry. Please, I was on Reddit. I like... Do you guys ever go on Reddit? Yeah, yeah, my son's big into it. I go on there for a lot of nerd shit. Okay. All right, so some psychological life tips. I work in an office. When people stop by my desk and refuse to leave me alone, I will get up and refill my water bottle while they are talking to me. Instead of walking back to my desk, I walk them to theirs. They instinctively sit down. Then I just sever the convo and get back to work. Hmm. Have you? I've tried this before. It actually works. If you walk someone back to their desk, like, in, like engaged the whole time, uh-huh, oh, no shit, wow, and then what happened? And then walk them back to their area, they'll instinctively sit down and you can be like, all right, well, I got to get back to work. See, that's a lot more effort than just going, I got shit to do, <laughs> which was my go-to. Okay. <laughs> but I'm kind of a dick. Um, Here, I just walk away from people. Like, if you're, you're just talking, right. I, I got to walk away, I got shit to do. So th- this next one, this one 100% works, and I use it on the podcast all the time. Uh, listen to someone without giving advice or pushing for more information typically nets more and more information than being pushy for it. Yeah, if you just say, huh, no shit. You just listen, and then people will just continue. They'll just push on. You don't have to ask. Very simple, very easy. Mm, I don't like that one. Ooh, 
So if you if you need to remember something, think about it while doing something noticeably unusual. This will pair the memory with that something so that when it is noticed later, it will trigger that particular memory. Like, take out the garbage before to go to bed. Ugh, ugh, gross. Put your pillow at the foot of your bed while doing it. Huh. I don't know. I don't get that. Do you get that? Uh, no. And it, it, it's giving along the same lines as like when you study for a test, chew gum so that when you... When you take the test, you chew that same gum, and it'll come back to you. Where do you keep that gum in the meantime? Um, in your ear, I think. Okay. Behind yeah. your ear. Yeah. In your ear is bad. That's going to get a little waxy. You might no, have that's extra for flavor. Gum. Oh, yeah. That's fair. So this is someone along the same lines of the first one, that one of the ones I just read. Sometimes staying silent and then negotiation works in your favor. Silence often feels uncomfortable, so the other party will offer up something by fill, uh, filling the the quiet space with words. I've used that one before. Mm-hmm. When negotiating, somebody is like, and you're like, yeah, if you just sit there quiet or you want them to uh, admit something, mm-hmm. just as they talk, just nod. So this is one I've actually called people out on because I noticed they were trying to do to me, but if you want to build rapport or gain someone's trust quickly, match their body posture and position. Mirroring, mirroring's the thing that to do and matching body position is a subconscious way uh, to tell if someone trusts you or is comfortable with you. Have you ever done that to people before? I fuck with people all the time like that. Only in a porn theater. True. You really want to mirror what they're doing. Yeah. Because you want to be able to duck when they duck. Exactly. <laughs> I want to. I want to be the one guy that knows that I need to take cover. Right. I use this one on my, my kids all the time, the foot-in-the-door phenomenon. Uh, people are often more likely to agree to do a task for you if you ask them to do something simpler first. Like, hey, you know, could you uh, grab that bottle over there and bring it over to me and then later be like, um, can you do my taxes? So yeah. I have Phil meet me at a parking ride to come here because it's simple and then he's almost on time almost all the time. Today he was a minute early. Wow. See, I'm conditioned. That's Pavlovian yep. right there. Proud of you. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. I Also, speaking of TikTok. Oh, that's not the one I wanted. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. awkward silence. Um, I saw uh, this guy was talking on TikTok, and he said, yeah, this girl, like, Pavlo- Pavlovian trained me. Like, every time we'd hook up afterwards, she'd give me a Kit Kat. Yeah. And then the one time she didn't, I was really hurt. Disappointed, like, yeah. Disappointed, and I felt like I could do better. Yeah. I didn't earn that fucking Kit Kat. And you know what, ladies? That's good advice. Train your man like a dog. That is 100% accurate and very solid advice. If Kit Kat just came out with a chocolate bar, because Kit Kat chocolate is like the best chocolate. But like cr- creating, a, uh, like you said, a reward system mm-hmm. and then pull the trigger and don't. A time, especially if maybe something disappointed you or whatever, there's a displeasure. Mm-hmm. Don't offer the reward. It will be noted. It'll be noticed. It'll be, and it'll, then next it'll, time? It'll really get to their brain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I think men are easier to trick than women think. Actually, I don't. Women know how to trick men. I, I believe that. I think. I don't think it's complicated. I don't think it is either. Men are not complicated animals, regardless of what women think. Women. Uh, so women. Women. Here's the thing. Yeah, please women don't. think a lot. Women analyze a lot. Mm-hmm. Men do not. 
And I think that's Men weird. are very simple creatures. It's not complicated. Don't overthink it. And you know, those memes that you see with, where they're like, ladies kind of sitting up in I, bed. I wonder thinking if he's hard. thinking about other women and he's like, I wonder if my car will start tomorrow. Yeah. You know, Mickey's ears don't even look like a real mouse. <laughs> right, right. Like little stupid shit like that. Like, yeah. Like those koala, are, koala, those, koala bears aren't even bears. Like those, that's what we're thinking about. Yeah. Those could not be more true. I don't know. I just. I'm, you know, if, if a guy ever asked you, what did you mean by that? It's probably because you meant something totally different than what you said. But if you ask a guy, what did you mean by that? It is probably exactly what he said. Well, it is cold outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's accurate right there. Yeah. I, I will have to say that's true. Yeah. Like, I, I, my advice for women out there, don't overthink it. And don't think that he's overthinking it because chances are, no. Oh. You know, if, and if it boils down to it, just pull out your titties. Yep. It's not overly complicated. Or your ass. Beer, boobs, sports. That's the key to like 90% of most men. Occasionally music if you want to motivate them. Right. Like you put on you put on We Will Rock You or like one of the anthem songs that are out there, they're going to get shit done. I mean, just it's, again, Pavlovian. And, and if you ever want to cut probably 80 to 85% of most men out there in the world extremely deeply just say your mother would be very disappointed yeah and if you want to start an argument just go it's fine yeah because yeah. then oh, we know, know it is not fine <laughs> it's fine it's okay it's fine no you go ahead you go ahead you no, know i can start an argument i know so, how to start one of those so that's actually the female form of gaslighting even though no one wants to discuss it yeah who told you that? What woman told you that? That was our fucking secret. Shut the fuck up, Phil. <laughs> I'm a code cracker. What can code I say? cracker. <laughs> yeah, it, it's true. It is true. Right? We both have our methodologies. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm fine. That is no. Mm, I'm fine. You want anything from the store? No. Oh, fuck. I better bring her back a snack or something. Flowers or... You know, right. but you never know what it is. You come back with flowers, and are you trying to say I'm fat? You come back with ice cream. You trying to say I'm fat? Come back with a bag of flour, and she's like, "You want me to make you cookies? What the fuck?" Come flowers back with slim fat. Nice. No, come back with always come back with flowers. They're appreciated. They're always appreciated. Men also appreciate flowers. I don't think that gets said enough. I feel like if you were what if if Nisa were to just give you flowers, how would you feel? Would you feel like she thought about you? You know, the thing about me is, is it's no secret because I've discussed it on this podcast. Um, I appreciate it whenever anybody thinks about me, so especially the person I'm dating. So, so yeah, it would be a nice gesture. Yeah. Like, so, I, I, you've even heard, Adam, I've even broken down and, like, started crying when I'm like, I'm just happy somebody thought to even text me randomly. Like, it means they're thinking about you. So, someone, if someone, even if it's not, like, romantic or anything, just a friend, like... yeah. It's just nice to know that someone Somebody cares out there about, yeah. and just is thinking about you. Like it's um, when you get that random text or anything or anything, you know, uh, it's just nice to know that someone cares, you know, because for me, for so long, I hung out there like feeling, feeling like no one cared for years and uh, it was tough. Yeah. And I feel so. like that might be like a big part of the male experience. Yeah. 
Because really, truthfully, like just after I moved back to Michigan, so you'd be talking about 2017, um, not Michigan, but back here to this area, I spent like three, four, five years in limbo. Like I wasn't dating. I wasn't doing anything. I was just focused on the kids and really other than my mom, like I didn't think anybody actually gave a fuck about me. You know, it was tough. Yeah. And look at you now, a successful yeah. podcaster. <laughs> now we have verification that nobody gives, gives a, a shit. Fuck about you. <laughs> now, we, now we have it on record that yes. no one gives a fuck about you. That's beautiful. So can I bring up a gear grind? Yes. When somebody dies and you send flowers to the family or something, isn't that just saying, here, I've killed something else, watch it die too? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. Well, hey, since something you love what? died, here's something else you might like, and you can watch it die too. Yeah. You can just slowly watch it wilt until you have to throw it away too. Yeah. Here's something else that's going to end up in a landfill. Since, since you threw the body in the trash, pretty much, why don't you throw these in the trash too? Oh my. So yeah, I mean that's my thought. My gear grind is the actual act of like Dying. burying someone oh. is really weird if you think about the concept of it. It is. Like, so it's very selfish and very like, so you think enough of yourself that you should take up space for the entirety of the rest of time underground in something ornate, probably like a casket or, yeah. or something else. Like, so being and being a person and being remembered is not a state of physical. It's a state of mental and in people's minds. So what service does it do to have your body decomposing in... Well, no, 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 no. You're wrong. Okay. It does not decompose anymore because we fill it full of stuff that keeps it preserved for years and years and years. But why? Why would you do that? I don't know. And how do we know they really do that? They tell you, oh, you could dig that body up in 50 years. You're going to look just like that. Well, who cares at that point? Everybody I know is dead. They're not digging me up. When When I die... I want it to be a huge inconvenience for everyone else. Not in the fact that I want to be put in the ground. I want myself to just burn my body and spread my ashes somewhere just that's a pain in the dick for everybody. Like, especially with high winds blowing back at everyone. Like, put me back <laughs> in everybody's faces. Everybody's like, fuck gonna you. going to get a mouthful of fill. Right, exactly. For once. So, I say when I die, burn me and put my ashes in a McFlurry machine somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Nobody's going to get it because those things are all broken down, so I can stay there forever. Y'all live in your eternity in a McDonald's. Yeah, it won't take up any useful space. Okay, what do you guys think about cryogenic freezing, then? <sighs> that is that is like the most narcissistic exactly. way to die. You really think you're you're so great that in 50, or however many years it takes to get this technology that we're going to want you back? Yeah. Your dad, get the fuck out. You already yeah. had your trip, man. Get the fuck out. Yeah. That's the most narcissistic way to, to be dead. Yeah, really it is. But yeah. you're not dead when they freeze you, so you're not dead. But it's the most narciss- narcissistic way to live. That's true. Yeah. So being cryogenically frozen is the most narcissistic way to live. Wow. Yeah, that sounds like a great you bumper sticker. When I die, I want to be turned into like a tree. Like they, they, they make things where you can do that. Right? They will actually like 
in the bulb of the tree, they'll put your ashes in there or whatever. I just, I literally, I'm not asking for my, I don't want to be buried. I just, I want like a 20 foot tall bronze statue made of me and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not asking a lot. Yeah. I don't want to be buried. I don't want to take up that piece of land. A 20 foot tall bronze statue is not going to have much more of a footprint and then I'm just taking up air. That is true. So the so let's normalize statues. So here, yeah, yeah, die. yeah. So here in the world, yeah, like Saddam Hussein. Uh, here in the world, uh, there's only so much landmass. They don't make more of it. The two biggest waste of said landmass are cemeteries and golf courses. Fight me on this. Two biggest waste. No, you're probably not wrong. No. Why don't they combine the two? You just took away my next point. God so, damn it. So you could actually create a golf course that had, you know, headstones and stuff on it. And then it becomes like golf. Like bump, mini golf. Golf, yeah. mini golf, and bumper pool all in, <laughs> all in the same game. And beer pong. Yeah. Well, golf is already kind of like beer pong without having to do anything to drink. Adam and Paul's fucking. <laughs> it's, so we haven't done this yet. Someone out there needs to do that. Yeah. You can steal that idea. We'll let you. I say anyways. <laughs> Could you imagine tunneling one of the holes right down into somebody's coffin so the balls drop down there? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be beautiful. Mouth you, open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, have somebody, like, stuff somebody so their mouth's open you have to putt into that and then it shoots out their ass into a, into a hole <laughs> or there's a bellows you have to hit something <laughs> bounces it through I like it right I think it's great I think it's a fantastic idea no I mean seriously though why back to my original point why would you send something else that people yeah, are going to watch die to a funeral right? exactly right I mean doesn't that just seem morbid it kind of is when you think about it. Why not send a hospice patient instead? <laughs> hey, sorry your grandfather died. Here's a hospice patient. Here's another very temporary replacement. <laughs> and, uh, this, this cycle just perpetuates. They die, you send another hospice person. But, you know, then there's like the people who send like the the rock with the inspirational saving saying engraved into it. And you have to like find a place for that. So when you said the rock, I just instantly thought of Dwayne Johnson. I'm like, why would they send the rock? Oh, you know, like every time a Cardinal appears, his spirit is visiting you or some shit. And you're like, I, if I see one more goddamn post on Facebook, saw a Cardinal this morning. It was so nice of you to visit. And I miss you, blah, 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 whoever it is. And or I'm like, it could have just been a cardinal. It was probably just a cardinal. See, I, I know that wouldn't be my these. mom. She hated cardinals. She's <laughs> like big red fucking bird. So if you see a dead cardinal. Then that's her. That I know that that's her, her influence. Yeah. That's her work. That's not her. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. She liked owls, though. But when do you ever see an owl? Almost never. So what are the other, uh, I think crows are said to have contained souls, too. Am I wrong on that? That's only because of the movie. What? Where have pigeons been? 
Pigeons are the worst. I don't, I don't get why you guys think birds are real, first of all. <laughs> that is true. It, they are. We've got a bird denier. I like it. They work for the bourgeoisie. Well, and, and they're obviously put out there by the liberal media. They are. So they're uh, they're so, fucking government drones. How so can you guys not birds, fucking see birds this? Birds are just drones. They always have been. They are spying on you. <laughs> have you ever seen a bird in real life? I can't say that. I, I've never been in the same place as a bird. Exactly. I just ate a bunch of bird. Is this is the bird in the room with us? I don't know. It is the word, though. Now I'm freaking out, man. Yeah. You are freaking out, man. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, I don't need any of that. Uh, I don't know. Birds are birds are trippy. Birds freak me out because they got no arms. Also, why do some of them talk? Who taught you that? (sighs) Shut the fuck up. That's true. That's sorry. Birds that talk freak me the fuck out. Right? <laughs> well, two cans. Why would you teach a bird to talk? I mean, seriously, what? When did somebody go? Man, I really wish I knew what that bird was thinking. Because well, there, there's bird brain people that I would like not to talk. Exactly. So to to be, to be fair, to be fair, it's called parroting. They're not thinking for themselves. They're just mimicking the sounds that they've heard before consistently. So well, then why did the one that I taught to talk sit there and just go, you're a fucking asshole. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> okay, so maybe maybe that's uh, evolution that it figured out <laughs> to think for itself. There's one bird that reminds me of a woman. Very sexy. The swallow. The swallow. We love the swallow, the most so, sen- sensual of all the birds. There, there are some birds that talk pretty good, though. Well, according to this video, I found that the title says "Birds That Talk Good." I never owned a bird. I didn't know that they could do that. Oh, and then they put people over talking over top of it. What There's a so many noises shit. going on. Sorry, that was too many noises in that video. It pissed me right off. That was a lot. This one's called the best talking parrot ever. I doubt it is. <laughs> so, did it kind of sound like cat piss there at the beginning? Is cat piss a parrot? A little bit. Could be. Cat piss Johnson is a parrot? I don't know. That doesn't look like a parrot to me, though. Oh, it does say it is a parrot. Aren't there multiple bird species that can talk? Yeah, if you split the tongue of a uh, of a raven, it'll talk. But they actually have to have their tongue surgically split. And I don't know what that means if they, like, split it so that it's like a... Are you being fucking for real right now? Are you yeah. Being... Okay, okay. Um, Yeah, they, they... I don't know if they split it so it's like a snake. Ooh discovered this. Why are we splitting Raven's songs? Uh, quote the Raven nevermore. It sounds like he didn't want it done again. <laughs> no, I... It, yeah, but why just birds? Why can't we teach something cool to talk? Why can't my fucking cat talk to me? God damn Why can't my cat talk to me? Dude, they, they talk all the time. They're just assholes. No, he is a little bitch boy. I will tell you that. 
I wish my raccoons could have talked. The things they'd have said. You know what? I th- I think animals should just talk in general, except yeah. the birds. Fuck the birds. Mm. Well, they're not real, anyways. They're not real. Well, they're government drones. <sighs> Talking animals would be fascinating. Or if you could talk to animals, It'd be really awkward though. Right before you threw that lobster into the uh, boiling water, <laughs> you know I don't want to die. Shut up. Shut up. Get the water. Yeah. So uh, this is the next step. What happens after that? It can't be worse than this, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love butter. What's all that melted butter for? <laughs> yeah, you just have a big tub of melted butter on the counter. Ooh, that's delicious. Can I? I I can't wait to stick around and see what happens. Oh, you'll be there. Yeah, be guest there. of honor. <laughs> I haven't had I haven't had lobster in a while. Quote the lobster. <laughs> I want to make lobster rolls. I watched a guy do that the other day, and they looked really good. I've never had lobster. Oh, lobster's really good. I'm scared of seafood. So, Why? I, don't, I think it's because... I don't know. Mm. So when we, it's okay to not know. When we were out in, uh, out in New Jersey a few years ago, um, we stayed just a little ways off of... Uh, off of the ocean and there was a seafood restaurant right across the street from our hotel and so the first night we were there we got in and it you know it's like six o'clock at night and we we just wanted something close to eat so we went over there and i ordered like this clam seafood it had all kinds of stuff in it and uh it was absolutely phenomenal it had it had pasta but they had like it had clams it had lobster it had shrimp i mean all kinds of seafood stuff and it was supposedly all fresh caught like mm. never frozen fresh caught and it was the best thing i've ever had like bar none it was just good and uh so good that we went back there a second night while we were there we were only there like three nights but we ate there twice it was just yeah phenomenal so you have to get some lobster and okay yeah i'm my my i'm trying to be more open of, and trying new things, so we'll see. E- even going someplace like Red Lobster? Um, I've only been to Red Lobster once. I didn't like the lobster tank. That was a little spooky for me. Oh. Well, but that's how that works. If yeah, you but want. I also... But you don't have to get one of those lobsters. You can get a lobster tail okay. that's not from one of okay. them. Like, well, the, imagine walking into McDonald's and the cow's just right there. Oh, how, fuck, I'd love that. How yeah. would you fucking... Okay, well, I Well, would, you can't fuck it. You can kill it and eat yeah. a hamburger from well, it, but you yeah, can't fuck right, it. Yeah. We've That's determined illegal. We've already podcast. determined that. We talked sorry, about that. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'd feel incredibly guilty. I, I would be like... I'd be, See, there'd probably be less guilt if they did let you fuck it before you killed it. Right? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know how I feel about that. I think well, I'd, I mean, ha- think I think I'd have trouble staying aroused. Maybe not but, for the hamburger, right? I mean, right. I have I got a full on fucking chub when I'm fucking mowing down hamburger. hamburger. Oh, yeah. I used to love eating the hamburger while I when we milk cows when I grew up on a dairy farm. I'd have to go down in the middle because we had a stanchion barn and feed the the different rations of the various. We had like certain feed we had to give them based on how much milk they gave. I'd have a hamburger in one hand and be feeding them in the other as I'm walking down the center aisle, and they'd be looking at me like. The fuck, yeah. dude. What the yeah. And it, 
it didn't help that every time you walk by one, you get real close to the ear and go, your future. That's right. You look delicious. First, we drain you of your fluids and we put it on cereal. Then we eat you as a burger. I have not had cereal mm. in a while. I'll tell you what, I, I had some uh, frosted mini wheats the other day. And I forget how good those are. The, they do slap. They I mean, they're slap. like, they're little bundles of twigs, but when you frost them, really freaking good. So I bet, I would care to venture, I have not had cereal, like standard breakfast cereal with milk on it, and probably, hola. Spooky. And probably four or five years. What's wrong with you? Nothing's wrong with me. It's just not something that I've, I have. Mm. You know, I, I maybe there. Well, I mean, there's lots of things wrong with me. I'm sorry. The other day, I, we were in the cereal aisle, and I saw the frosted mini wheats, and I was like, oh, I, like I haven't that. had those in forever. And you put a little bit of honey on them, just a little bit, so good. And then I'm like, we were a couple days later, we were walking back through the cereal aisle, and I have not finished the frosted mini wheats that I have, but I'm like, cocoa pebbles. Have not had those in forever. I want that chocolate milk at the end of the Cocoa Pebbles because that's pretty good. I was not a Cocoa Pebbles fan growing up. That was my favorite cereal, actually, when I was in middle school. Cinnamon Toast Crunch still to this day is my favorite. We didn't have that. It's pretty solid. I actually like Honey Bunches of Oats. That was one of my favorites. Lucky Charms number two. Lucky Charms is also good. You ever get the... uh, like the Captain Crunch with marshmallows. Yes, that's pretty good. It's a lot like Lucky Charms, but with Captain Crunch. I guess I used to eat a lot of cereal, but now I don't know. I just something that really escaped what I do the last ten years. I don't. So I really got into like making my own egg McMuffins, or Mary actually makes them most of the time because she does it better than I do. Homemade egg McMuffin. Yeah, they're they're so good. Yeah, and she doesn't put the buns in the toaster because you don't want both sides toasted. What monster does that? Yep, yep. And she will she will actually toast them in the uh, leftover grease of the sausage patty. Oh, that's the proper way to do it. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then while that is cooking, the cheese is melting on the sausage patty. <laughs> I'm coming over for breakfast. So the only time I've heard, well, not heard, I've heard this several times, like millions of times, my ex-wife be thoroughly disappointed was she called and asked, she's like, kids, you may, I make breakfast whenever they're with me, like one of the two days, and I usually do whatever, but I'll make the, I'll make the hash browns, like the McDonald's type, like the, you know, the patty type. But what I'll do is I'll put them in the air fryer for about 10 minutes. I'll flip them in between, but I'll cook bacon in the meantime, and then I'll finish them off frying them in the bacon grease and feed to them because they're so fucking good that way. And she's like, the kids rant and rave about that. And I told her how I make them. She's like, that's how you make them. I'm like, that's how they're good. She's like, that sounds horrendous. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I guess you don't like fun things. Well, Sorry. she's super skinny and always worried about what she eats and food and fat. Okay, and, yes. Because she's 103 pounds, so yeah. Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels, but have you ever had a hash brown and some bacon fat? Right. Let me tell Amen. you, that's goddamn delicious. Amen it is. So, 
there are things that you do with food that just make it a hundred times better. So I discovered Wagyu tallow. Which, Which I was, was supposed to buy you a big bucket of that for Christmas, and I never did. So I'll it, have to get back to that. I, well, I have I have a pretty good size bucket. I was going right to buy. I had a twenty gallon or a twenty pound bucket. I was going to buy yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, that would last a while. <laughs> that would last a long Cause, time because I buy like the four pound tub of it, and it lasts quite a while. Yeah, so I might have to share. But <laughs> we found that like basically anything that you do that you're going to fry anything and anything that is a quality substitute, like. For any kind of oil or any kind of fat, any kind of butter, and it just makes everything so good. Well, that's why McDonald's fries were so desirable to everybody forever. Is they use beef tallow for a long time, and then <laughs> the fucking vegans. Vegans, fucking vegans out there are like well, fries aren't vegan if you use beef tallow, and now and now they're still good, but oh, compared to back in the day oh. when they oh oh. So you experienced the uh, the burgers that I made, yeah. the smash burgers. Those were the, the those top. were the greatest smash burgers I've ever had in my life. Put them on the on the flat top and coat the whole flat top with wagyu tallow before you cook them, and then just just smash those fuckers <sighs> down and let them char nicely on the edges. Yeah, get them onions in there and just oh yeah, really really flipping good. It was heaven on a bun. Yes, and the fact of the matter that JTK had already like seasoned them and then we seasoned them a little bit more, but it was yeah. the right amount. Oh yeah, he did well. He did well. Yeah, I can't wait for summer again. <sighs> it's coming. It's I know it's January still, but it's yeah, right but around the corner. I well, January's the, finally though. Actually, when this podcast airs, January actually, will be done. Yeah, it's actually. February. Thank God, because January January in my mind is the single longest month of the year. Now we generally get more snow in February than we do in January, but it's not as cold. It's the cold that takes me out. I don't like the so, cold. So it's the cold, it's the combination, but it's also the shortness of sunlight, too. Because the shortest days per any other month are in, daylight-wise, are in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I Well, feel- and you, you come out of December, at least you have, like, the holidays that kind of get you through. The holidays buoy your spirits through. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, but you get into January, there's nothing to look forward to the whole month. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than the end of it. And uh, so you know, it's just a it's just a shit show. So yeah, I hate January too. But the nice thing is, I did walk out of the house today at five fifty eight p.m. and it was still kind of light out. And I was wow. like, "Wow, oh, that feels really good." Because I haven't left the house in the evening and had it be light out in a long time. And it was it was pretty bright. It was still kind of overcast, but it was still pretty bright out. So I, I was rather encouraged by that. We're on we're on our way out. We're on the upswing. We definitely are. Like a baby seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. That's right. We're about to be birthed from winter. That's what I say. No, it's very true. Like I said, we're uh, January is January's a tough month. It's the toughest month for a lot of reasons and things. I mean, depression runs rampant in January too. So oh yeah. Well, there's no daylight. It's too cold to do anything when there is daylight. Yeah, it's a shit show. Bring on February. Here we I are. I actually went out the other day. It was 40 degrees out. I think it was Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. It was 40 degrees out, and I actually went out and did some stuff outside and just had the best time. It was not a nice day out, but it was 40 degrees, so it was warm. You know, felt warm, and I went and played some amateur radio 
stuff and just had a big time. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's, yeah. I think it's hard. You don't under, or I think people underestimate how, how nice it is to be outside, how good it actually is for you and how it makes you feel. Oh yeah. So like, like November to January is just so fucking hard because it's just cold and you don't want to be outside I, and there's no sunlight and there there have been a, quite a few discussions in our household about at what point do we want to abandon Michigan and not, now I'm ready now I I kind of feel that that day could come sooner than later I, I of really, course Phil or yeah. I have to die for that to happen yeah or at episode Sold? 499 yeah sold no nah, i'm actually good right now i'm really good i'm tired but you know when you get to be my age you're just tired all the time i've decided I, I just think it's the world we live in i think just people are tired all the time it's i think it is an exhausting world to so live in. so i've said this before and i'll say it again and i know you'll agree with me um there's never been a more difficult time to be alive because Day in and day out, we just get barraged and inundated with so many things that it's 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 difficult. Living is hard right now because there's so much to it. There's so much more we have mm-hmm. to deal with mm-hmm. every day. Your brain has to process way more things than at any point. And then uh, the amount of things we have access to at right. any given point is fucking insane. It's exhausting. That's the part that I have problems with because like I've been an insomniac lately, and I blame it on YouTube Premium. Nice. If I had to sit through commercials, I would fall asleep, but I don't because I have YouTube premium. And so I will sit there and watch and I am kind of a nut for educational stuff. Like I, I literally watched three hours of building servers last night because I I wanted to, I was building one and I wanted to do something different. And then I got it down the rabbit hole of all these different things you could do with servers. And so I sat there and watched it for three hours and then I built the server and I got to bed about four o'clock in the morning. Well, so I've been dead tired all day today. And then, of course, I got up and we went and deployed the server this afternoon. So, you know, not a totally bad thing, but it, it I probably could have went to bed at one o'clock in the morning, got the same work done had I not sat there and watched stuff about different things. That I could yeah, do. but it's better in the middle of the night. It is. And it, it's always when the inspiration hits me. Like, I don't get inspired at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I get inspired at 2 o'clock in the morning. At 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you know what I want to do? Sleep. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Because I, 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 I actually hate napping. I love napping. Love to nap. I always look at it as such a waste of time. <laughs> like, I need. I mean, a good nap is like two hours. You would do it. A terrible nap is like 45 minutes, the, uh, but I will take either. Cemetery golf course. Exactly. Right. That's and, a great place and, to nap. So I had my cock in my hands a little while ago just talking about words of inspiration, and I know who wrote it. There's two things in the men's bathroom. I want to, you tell me who uh, wrote this on the chalkboard. First saying was, I love Jeannie. I love Julie. I love my friends. That's Matt. And the next one on the left-hand side goes, my couch pulls out, and I don't. Dylan. M. Smith. <laughs> that was Mike Concho. Mike Concho wrote them both? Yes, I believe. Well, Mike probably wrote the couch one now that you just said that. I didn't know right. about that. I, uh, he was here I just figured it, it reminded me. <laughs> it's ironic just, to get pregnant on a pull-out couch. Yeah, I just saw that as of yesterday, and Mike Concho was here. Well? There was a Mike Concho scene. 
he was in rare form. It was it was awful good handwriting though. Yeah, no, that there was a woman in the bathroom, the guy's bathroom, yes, last night. But and she, her pullout game is weak. Yeah, she uh, resembled the dude kind of. Lots oh, of yeah. lots of kids. Yeah, her you just look droopy. That makes any sense? Oh my! But she uh, she had one of those uh, funnels so that she could pee standing up. A shiwi? Yeah, a shiwi. Shiwi. Sell those at the golf course too. I think about those occasionally. <laughs> we sell you know, those at the golf course. Yeah, I you know I've seen those for sale at a couple different golf courses, and yet they have signs around that say, "Please do not urinate outside." <laughs> but but yeah, yet they're a sponsor you- of the shiwis. Yeah. Yeah. I just always figured if I'm out golfing back in the day when I used to, just make sure your wiener's not like pointed directly at someone and you'll be fine. Just go in the bushes. Like, it's right. Chill. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to come out with poison ivy on your dog. Well, you so. also, I mean, you don't pee right on the fucking greens. I mean, that's, that's yeah, poor etiquette. There's a bad tick problem too. You don't want that in your pee hole. What a, <laughs> Can what you a, imagine ticking your pee hole? Tommy Walker had, he went, took a shower this summer and went, took a shower. Tommy Walker, Gwen's Tommy. Yeah, I know Tommy. Started screaming like a little bitch in the shower. He had one right on his ball. Oh, yeah? Yep. Just and, embedded? Yep. Well, then I found out that they made Whoopi in the woods. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they made Whoopi. Was so, this fucking the dating game in the yeah, 70s? Yeah. I was all golfing with a friend of mine, and he was, he was my golf partner in this particular competition. We had $50 on... Uh, $50 on the whole thing and like five bucks a hole between the teams, right? Right. And one of the biggest baller moves I've ever seen is our opponent gets up in the tee box and he just walks up straight standing across from him. You know, the, the ball's in between them and he just whips it out and starts pissing. He's like, got to tee off. <laughs> tee off. Tee off, fucker. And he, I mean... He had to be planning this for a while because he pissed forever. <laughs> he held it in. Yeah. Probably and, uh, one of those energy fucking drinks or gallons of Adderall. Keep that piss in. Many of those little triangular paper cups of water that they have uh, scattered throughout the golf course. <laughs> He's like, I drank a thousand of those little triangular <laughs> cups of water. I filled a yeah. landfill with those things. Fucking but hit. yeah, he just stood there straight across from him, whips it out, and he's like, you got to hit. Dollar spots on the tee box. Fucking burnt grass. You got to tee off, bitch. You got to tee and, off. And he did. I mean, to his credit, it, it was a halfway decent shot, too. I could have never done it with that kind of distraction. But. I would have fucking... Here's what I would have done. This guy's pissing right here. I'm teeing off right here. I would have went... And just put a worm burner right at his fucking wanger. Oh, that would have hurt. Well, you know, it got brought up to him afterwards. What if... The distraction caused him to like shank it really, really bad. Yeah, you know, right into your inner thigh and left nut. Oh, he's like, you know, I didn't really think about that. <laughs> I never Might considered that. Bring back memories to me. Miss <laughs> your left nut. I missed that left nut. Oh. I missed my left nut. Thanks to Adam. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep. I still have all of me I was born with, so I'm okay. Yeah. We left one in the bowl in honor of you. <laughs> Ball of Christ. Ball of Christ. What was that song in the nineties? The Gregorian the chant song, yeah. Enigma. 
Yeah. Enigma. Set Madness or Sadness Part One and do Yeah. <laughs> you take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. Yeah, Chuck Woolery. I looked up that. We thought that was a, a myth, and I found that that um, that love connection. Was it a love connection? No, it was um, the dating game or the newlywed game. The newlywed. The newlywed game. game. Fucking Bob Eubanks fell up. The question was to the women. Where is the most unusual place you ever made whoopee? The butt. And he goes, I'll have to say the butt, Bob. <laughs> Bob Eubanks fell off the fucking podium. Yeah. And it was the truth. I never, I found it. <laughs> I have to say the butt. I have to say the butt, Bob. Like, <laughs> with a straight face. Yep. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I have to say the butt, Bob. Yeah. What about uh, you, a dog over there? Uh, <laughs> Talking to Anthony. Where's the most unusual place you ever made whoopee? <laughs> you motherfucker! Ah! Uh, <laughs> do you, do you probably know? my room. <laughs> <laughs> Took those summer vacations. Uh, <laughs> boys trusted the boys at the house. <laughs> Anthony was on your side of the bed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Doing a junior. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Reminds me of those uh cum stained light bulbs you would we talk about? Cum corroded light bulbs. <laughs> cum filled light bulbs. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Just a cum filled light bulb. All right, guys. I just want to say hi. Okay. Well, we should probably get out of this one anyways. We're at an hour and ten. Yeah. That I'm was gonna... longer than I thought we'd go. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time I heard that. You'd have no dollars. You're right. I've <laughs> never I've never gone longer than I thought <laughs> than we, she thought I'd go. Can we start and tell our listeners maybe in two weeks where we're going to be? Uh, wait, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that's it? <laughs> That's all you got? Yeah. Feels like you got a shoehorn. <laughs> right? You got some popsicle sticks and some duct tape. It's like throwing a goddamn hot dog down a hallway. That's right. Like a pencil in the Grand Canyon. Twist yeah. and turns, you'll never touch sides. It's a lot of dick. <laughs> Miles of she, dick. She was saying that last night. She gets pissed off every time I say that. What? That's a lot of dick. There it is. Is it an enigma? Sadness? Sadness part one. Thank you. (laughs) I don't fucking remember what happened yesterday. I remember this stupid nonsense bullshit like one hit water. (laughs) That's beautiful. We'll find out how this mixes with our our, uh, outro. Yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm, I'm I'm digging this. Yeah. Bring back. I think it might mix well. That's nice. I don't know anything. Did it say the year on it? Is it 90s? Early 90s? That's got to be 1995, I'm going to think. 1992. 94. Come on. Uh, it does not say. Damn it. What are you going to do? You, you're going to do great googly mooglies? Great googly moogly. Fucking Grant. The big tall tripod motherfucker hitting on my woman. <laughs> tripod motherfucker. Well, this guy, he's awesome. I got to introduce. Do you guys ever meet Grant? 
Uh, I don't think so. Grant's from Detroit. I guess we were all wrong, 2001. Really? I would have never thought that. I thought it was in the 90s. My man Grant went to elementary school with a couple of the Temptations, knew Aretha Franklin and her dad at their church, and, um, with, oh, Diana Ross. They all lived in the same hood. No shit. Yeah. Well, damn. That's really cool. We, me and Stace stayed here about an hour, listening to him after the game yesterday, and it was, it was really interesting. That is crazy. Yeah. He loves Jesus, but every other word is motherfucker. Well, <coughs> where does it say you can't say fuck in the Bible? It doesn't, <coughs> motherfucker. Me. No fucking where. Yeah. He's All right, let's, let's see if I can make Just don't be this. gay and don't eat shellfish. <laughs> shellfish sandwiches. All right. But most importantly, Is this the seven-minute outro? No, I'm outro? kidding. I love the gays. Adam? I heart What's the gays. Seven-minute outro? Who's coming after you? The Heathers? No, the what? <laughs> the Barbs. Don't let the, the barbs. barbs come after me, please. I'm sorry, but Bigfoot was ass. Nikki did not deliver. So don't worry. The podcast will protect you. Yes. Honestly, the Barbs. No, actually, please, Barbs, don't come after me. I'm just a girl. Let it, you, let it fly. You are under the umbrella of protection of the podcast. Thank yeah. God. I need it. That was a good fade out. I still hear him in the back of my headphones. Sad. Ben moi. Did you hear that? Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. Phil and Adam, they rock. They got big cocks. So I heard. So I heard. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this thing up for real. Well, as soon as this stops. <laughs> I have to pee so bad. <laughs> I have to pee so bad. Wish I didn't have to pee so bad. All right, you ready to take us out, Phil? Take I it guess. out. Well, thanks for listening. Social media, hit us up. Follow us. That's please, all we need. Please. please follow us. We want to be rich and famous. Begging you at this point. We want to be rich and famous. Do nothing ass wiped. That's please. right. No talent yes. ass hacks. Yes. Yes. Please. We would yes. have our own ass wipers. Right? And if we're rich, rich, we could buy talent. So we can fly around drones with bright LED lights with a butt monkey. Oh, God. I love it already. There we go. Yeah, That's what I'm talking about. Huh? You'll think you had an unholy alien experience. A very, what, a very holy. That's what. That's what. Yeah. He's gonna curious George your butthole. Yeah. Anyway, the great Dallas would say that to you, right? Shout out to Car- the man in the yellow hat knew what he was doing. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Thank you, Junior, for joining us. Silent S was here. Alyssa, thanks as always. And uh, the podcast will protect you, so don't worry. And to all of you people out there in the world, and the 469, and in the 469, make good choices. <laughs>